Good morning. It's September 21st. It's another dazzling morning in New York City. And this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. Rupert Murdoch announced that he will retire as the chairman of Fox Corporation and News Corp as of November at the tender age of 92, leaving his son Lachlan Murdoch firmly in charge. In his farewell letter, Rupert Murdoch wrote, Elites have open contempt for those who are not members of their rarefied class. Most of the media is in cahoots with those elites peddling political narratives rather than pursuing the truth. The jet-setting billionaire, whose aggressively partisan media empire distorted the political landscape around the Anglosphere for decades, apparently believed he was complaining about other people. The Guardian got a hold of a copy of the upcoming memoir from Cassidy Hutchinson, the end-stage Trump White House aide who testified to Congress about what she witnessed in and around the January 6th coup. One of the reported revelations is that Rudy Giuliani was not so busy trying to overthrow the government on January 6th that he didn't have time to grope Hutchinson against her will. Also, that the roots of mass COVID death and the hyperpartisan turned bipartisan assault on basic disease control measures in the country can apparently be traced to the moment that Hutchinson pointed out to Donald Trump that these straps on his N95 mask were scraping off his bronzer. Next time you go to the hospital and you see people not wearing masks, you can thank Cassidy Hutchinson. On the front of the morning New York Times, the top right-hand story is Biden in meeting with Netanyahu spotlights unity. The story reports that Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu sat down with Joe Biden in a session that both soothed and aggravated tensions between the leaders and demonstrated Mr. Biden's wider commitment to Israeli security. Apparently what that construction means by soothed and aggravated is that Biden mentioned the various hideous anti-democratic measures that Netanyahu's corrupt and feverishly bigoted government is pursuing, and then reassured him that none of that would affect U.S. relations with Israel. Next to that, Angry Garland rebuffs GOP on Biden case about how the House Judiciary Committee hauled Attorney General Merrick Garland up to the Hill for a hearing to demand to know why he wasn't doing more to help them go after Hunter Biden. It may seem startling to hear that Merrick Garland got angry about anything, but then recall that the House Republicans were demanding that he do something, and Merrick Garland doesn't do things. On page A10, the Times reports that the right wing of the House Republican Conference convinced Speaker Kevin McCarthy not to invite Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to address the House on the grounds that they don't support Ukraine and nothing he could say would change their minds. There's more McCarthy on page 822 under the headline, House Republicans Inch Closer to Spending Deal. By spending deal, they mean an agreement to put forward some ostensible spending bills with terms that would be categorically unacceptable to the White House and to both parties in the Senate. Not any sort of movement toward a deal on spending that would avert the upcoming government shutdown. And on page A12, there's a report that Conservative Prime Minister Rishi Sunak of Britain announced plans to pivot away from pursuing reductions in carbon emissions in an attempt to do some last-minute fake populist pandering before the election. It cannot be right for Westminster to impose such significant costs on working people, the former financier declared. The Times reports that Mr. Sunak said that he would delay by five years a ban on the sale of gas and diesel cars, lower targets for replacing gas boilers, and would propose no new measures to discourage passengers from taking airplanes or to encourage carpooling. The climate crisis is just not serious enough yet for a politician to risk dangerously unpopular and provocative measures like encouraging carpooling. That is the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going. 
Best wishes to Rupert Murdoch for a happy and proletarian retirement, and we will talk again tomorrow.